listening to Wander and Roam. Deep in the dark woods of the heath, three days' journey from the warmth of the Umer Palace, the darkness is palpable, eating the light of the party's lanterns. A branching path leads down, down, down to a circle of poison mushrooms surrounded by trees. From within the trees, hooded figures emerge to our hero's surprise. Welcome to the Creepy Coven. Whoa! Now that's right, that's how ghosts sound. Hamish, I have oft wondered what a ghost might sound like, because I ain't never seen a ghost. Oh, Oh, come on now. You've seen a ghost. Hey, don't talk about Aldern like that. You've seen a ghost. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not quite dead. He's half a ghost at best. Ooh. Oh, ooh, I got shivers. Yeah, that gave me chills. What are they doing? Oh. Looking over through the thick foliage towards the ring of poisoned mushrooms, in the middle stand three figures around a bundle of sticks. One A large black wolf bends over and strikes flint against steel. The sparks fly into the tinder, and a small fire alights. Oh, that, hey, you know what? Maybe we can ask them if we can join them in their fire, because that way we don't have to make one. Yeah, we could cook up some of their mushrooms, have ourselves a nice meal. That sounds wonderful. I'm starving. I don't know that I would touch these mushrooms, uh... Oh, suddenly you're a mushroom expert? Well, I mean, I don't usually touch mushrooms that are purple and have white polka dots on them. Look, I'm not going to say you're a coward, but... As our friends continue their discussion of mushrooms, the animals around the fire begin a chant. Round about the fire we... Hopping once to left and three... Coming to come and see... What surprises there may be. Laugh now, sisters. Hee-hee-hee! <laughs> I mean, their rhyme scheme was pretty spot on. Yeah, uh, that was incredible. He- hello? What do my eyes behold? What do my hold be eyes? <laughs> Come closer, sisters. I believe this is a sign from Kirik. I'm sorry, who... Who is this, Yarog? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Wyrog. No, that's Yarog. Um, hello, my name is Alden Feathersby, and we were hoping to spend a night with you by the fires. One of the figures, with horns protruding from the top of their hood, turns to Aldern and says, A place for the night? Thou beckons us. Come, sit, and be a part. Oh, that's mighty kind of you. Oh, so nice. Come, friends, let us sit by the fire. It doesn't look like you all brought any tents. Are you just going to sleep under the stars? Or oh, to sleep with the sky. It is a blessing. Oh, sister, speak none of this to the strangers. There will be no sleep tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you heard nothing, strangers. The sky is not real. 
I too sometimes have trouble sleeping. Might we roast some hot dogs over the fire? We brought these all the way from Ukraine. Hesika, they sacrificed dogs. These dogs will be mighty hot tonight. Perhaps <laughs> they are. Perhaps their souls are dark enough to join us in the summoning. The, the summoning. summoning. Whoa, what are you guys summoning? That sounds so fun. Nothing. We're ordering pizza. <gasps> I love pizza. Yes, summoning um, pizzas. Do you take, like, requests because I'm really feeling, like, a lot of cheese? Maybe some... No! It is dictated by the texts. We have written our pizza order in the stars. Look and behold! Supreme. <laughs> to be delivered by none other than... Well, this... this... Yurog sounds mighty kind to come and deliver pizza out in the woods. I mean, you guys are kind of hard to find, and we didn't even know. We just stumbled across you. I didn't even know there was a pizza place near here. Hey, Raindrop, uh, I am so proud of you that you started using my turn of phrase. Uh, saying mighty kind is mighty kind of you. You gotta kind of pick up, you know, the language of the people around you. Yeah, the people you love. Why are you all looking at me? It just felt like a natural moment to look over. I'm just looking up at the stars, having a nice moment with the universe, and... As the group looks up into the sky, they see stars that look too numerous to have been there before, and they start blinking in a spiral pattern, round and round. You know, I ain't never seen the stars move like that, but uh, we've done a lot recently that I never thought we would do, you know, like go to school and, uh, <laughs> you know, anything can happen. Yeah, look up at them spiraling stars. There's all kinds of constellations moving about up there around it. The black sheep reaches into her wolfskin cloak and withdraws a small satchel, and she empties the satchel into the fire. As she does, the fire roars and the stars above them cease to spiral and align in a perfectly straight line. I ain't never seen nothing like that. That's quite interesting. That's so cool. Are you just, like, chucking stuff in the fire? Because I feel like I want to join this. Yeah, here, and Squeakers bends down and picks up a pine cone and hands it to Raindrop and says, Hey, go chuck this one in the fire. Let's see what happens. Locked and loaded. And Raindrop picks up the spiky pine cone and she aims for the fire. And with a mighty throw, she tosses it forward and knocks down the perfectly stack triangle no! of tinker. No! <laughs> No, you know not what you do! You f- You fool! The stars above misalign. I wonder what else we can throw <gasps> Ooh, in there. Yeah. Sisters. Sisters. Sisters, yes. These are unserious people. The black sheep produces a book and flips through frantically. How do we fix the misalignment of the stars? Look in chapter three. Chapter three! There's a footnote. <laughs> There it is. Oh, how fortuitous. To realign the stars, we must burn the bill of a duck. Eric smiles upon us tonight. Praise be to Eric. The duck is named Bill. Actually, my name is Raindrop. I'm sorry, did you say something about a duck? Oh, we were were just, just saying what we see. Oh, a duck and a mouse. And whatever 
Whatever that red-hatted one is. Some people have trouble with a supreme pizza. The peppers, you know. Any restrictions? Olives, perhaps? Oh, no, I mean, I, I pretty much eat everything. Yeah, I can do, uh, I can do just about anything. Is there one with barbecue sauce on it? They're out. How do you know? Did you ask them? Ask not further. I best not push the hospitality of our hosts. You know, I think I heard also something else. Uh, my name is Hamish Hogg. Hamish J. Hogg. You know, I'm thinking of trying to introduce myself as Hamish J. Hogg. Does, does that uh, work? You know what? That that does kind of roll off the tongue. Hamish J. Hogg. I thought maybe it would add a sense of... Uh... Bathsheba withdraws the book and says, Sisters! Sister. A word? Of course. Of course. The three animals put their heads together, and Bathsheba says, Sheeps! In wolves' clothing, let us banish the mouse, the owl, and the red-hatted one from the circle. Yeah, what is that thing anyway? I don't know. A rock? Let us banish them that we may sacrifice the duck. The duck. And Bathsheba reads from the book in an ancient and forgotten language the mushrooms thrum and Hamish, Aldern, and Squeakers are thrust from the circle of mushrooms, along with the book. Whoa! Squeakers pops up and looks and says, Raindrop! No! As light shoots up from the mushrooms, trapping Raindrop in the circle of mushrooms. He looks over and sees the three sisters walk into the light. Hey guys, um, I don't, I don't mean to be uh, uh, a problem here, but uh, we got ourselves a problem right over there. Uh, what happened? What happened? Oh, let us go back to the fire. And Aldern walks forward, and as he reaches the edge of the circle of light, he presses against it, and he cannot move forward. Oh no! You know, I'm beginning to think that them girls was lying about the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Supreme was like a code word or, uh... I'll be honest, i never seen a Supreme pizza. Raindrop, can you, uh, uh, come to us? Raindrop, on the other side of the light, hears nothing. Guys, are we playing a little game where we hide in the wall of light? Yes, yes right. a little game. Hide in the light. Now, why don't you stand upon this? And from her cloak, Bathsheba, the black sheep, produces a large wooden cutting board and sets it upon a stump. Stand upon the board and count to ten. I don't know, because those mushrooms look really fun that all of the others are standing on, and they kind of look bouncy. It kind of looks like you can jump on the mattress. So, could I stand on one of those instead? Oh, um, dearie. And Hezekah, the tall wolf in wolf's clothing, walks towards her and with a toothy smile says, Wouldn't you rather play a game with us right here? I mean... What kind of game are you guys playing? And is the pizza on its way, or is that... The pizza will be here shortly. Yes, they, nice. they have a 30-minute delivery window. Oh, man. If they get here late, it's free. Ooh. Free. Free. Free is my favorite kind of food. Now, the game that we're going to play is mm. called Stand on this wooden mark for 10 whole seconds. 
of your own free will and volition. The way you play it uh-huh, uh-huh. is that you stand on the wooden board and you say, I'm standing here of my own free will and volition. And you mustn't touch any of us under any circumstances. Do not touch us. Any you stand on the board. You, you are also free to lie down on the board. Have you ever, have you ever tried planking? Lying down is encouraged. It's quite fun. On board. Standing on this wooden board does sound super fun, guys. You're making it sound the most thrilling thing ever. It's very good for your back, too. Multi-purpose. You're young. You might not need that, but when you get to our age, you might need it. Limber up the joints in your back, the spaces between your bones loosen, perhaps the ligaments between the bill and the skull. Huh. What an interesting thing to say, and I'm not at all creeped out by it. Well, it's all you know, jazzercise. I do love jazzercise. I have developed a routine, if you guys bear with me. Ooh, show us upon the board. Yes, on the board, please, but not after, not before you say I'm standing here of my own free will. You are volition. saying I'm dancing on this board of my own free will and free volition. Okay, I'm dancing on this board. Great. And as Raindrop begins to jazzercise over to the board vigorously... She gets to the edge and trips over the top and rolls completely over the board before landing at the feet of Gertrude. And she pulls on the cape to help herself up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I tripped. Um, oh, what kind of fabric is this? This is really nice. Secret fabric. Touch me not. Look on me not. Do you have secret fabric too? As no. Raindrop touches the fabric, it is thick and stiff. Sticky and coagulated with red substance. Oh, you know what? This is actually going to make me vom. It really reminds me of this guy I once met in an underground sewer. Oh, gosh. Sorry, one second. The memory is too strong. Gertrude, I told you to wash your robe. I ran out of time. The blood of the wolf enhances the rituals. Bashaba, I, I don't mean to question your authority, but is that is that written in the book? I wasn't I wasn't sure about that. I I washed my blood out. That is written on page seventeen. It is clearly my. <gasps> what? What has happened? I I have misplaced the book. Bathsheba! You've misplaced the book. How the could you book? have misplaced the book? Yeah, how could you? Wow. No. <laughs> See, the duck is on my side. The sisters frantically search the circle before realizing that the book has been banished to the outside of the circle. (gasps) Worry not, sisters. Long have I studied the summoning of Eirith, and I have committed the summoning ritual to memory. Oh, memory. But we're going to have to figure out just by ourselves how much blood should be in our coats. No more delaying, duck. Stand upon the board. Oh, I thought you said you needed your book. And Raindrop had wandered over to the edge of light and started to dig in the ground. As Raindrop digs into the earth, the wall of light descends past the mushroom and continues deeper and deeper into the earth. Wow, this light really just goes on, guys. Standing on the outside of the light, Hamish, Aldern, and Squeakers are pounding frantically on the outside screaming for raindrop 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 no there's no use pounding on this wall we must find a way to help her out okay let's see let's see let's put our brains together and let's uh, see if we can come up with a plan 
Okay, if I was a wall of light. Oh, I got it. All we need to do is make darkness. I don't know. I know how to make darkness that would shut out the light, but I don't know how to make darkness that would undo light on the other side. Squeakers is putting his hand in front of his eyes. Oh. And then tries to take a step forward, smashing his nose into the wall. Okay, you know what? I see where I went wrong. No, yeah, no bad ideas, though. Okay, you know, we're just just brainstorming here. (laughs) I wonder if there's anything that can reach through the light, like maybe a torch? We need to check our surroundings a little bit. So, Hamish, what if you go that way? Aldrin, why don't you go that way? We'll kind of meet in the middle. I'll see if I can go over and try to get an idea of what is, is happening here. Just so we get a lay of the land. That sounds like a good idea. Take a look around and meet back here in five minutes. Thank you, Five. Break. Now don't wander off. Wander in Rome will be right back. Winterhawk Podcasting is proud to announce the launch of our Patreon. The first release will be available for free to anyone at patreon.com slash winterhawkpodcasting on Friday, October 20th. Listen to the Wander in Rome slasher special and stay up to date on future Patreon-exclusive releases by following us for free at patreon.com slash winterhawkpodcasting. Danny, you're Danny. Who am I? Summer. I'm Summer. We are bisexually lit. This is a podcast about movies and life and everything in between. Two best friends who are loud and queer and love to talk about movies on and off mic, and we'd like to take you along for the ride. Why did we name our podcast Bisexually Lit? Well, like, you know, A, we're bisexual. Extremely. B, we're we're getting lit. We're giving literary and thematic readings to the movies we love. Yeah. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We drop a new ep- episode every other Monday, bi-weekly, if you will. Oh, I will. Have you ever seen something you couldn't explain? Have you ever felt like something was watching you, even when you were alone? Have your dreams ever started bleeding into the reality around you? Starting March 8th, join us bi-weekly as we travel around the contiguous United States sharing strange stories and discovering mysteries hidden within the vastness of America. Listen to Lower 48 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And this is the part where we sashay, sashay, and twist and clap. Oh, I'm a little unclear on that last part. Can you show me? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just all in the hips. You gotta... gotta Okay, it's a twist and clap. Where do you put the chatashay? You said that like four times, but I didn't see it in the routine. Okay, okay, we'll go back. 
and it's going to be on three, okay? One and two and one. You know, duckling, I've always Mm -hmm. found that I best retain knowledge when it is delivered from some kind of a, some kind of a platform. Oh, if only there was a platform nearby. Sister, what? Sister, I have it. There's a platform right here. (gasps) Why, look at that. A nice wooden board. (gasps) Oh, oh, you're right. That's going to really just help with the steps. But I think, I think we need to move this board a little closer to the center. So one second, I'm going to go grab that. Allow me to help you, duckling. The large sheep Betsheba retrieves the other end of the board and helps Raindrop to carry it towards the center of the circle. Ah, You're so strong. Is this to your liking? The stage is perfect. Perfect. I think you were born for the stage, little one. You guys are so kind. Now, why don't we do a, what is it called, a a, a rehearsal? (gasps) Yes. Teach me how to do si do. Oh, I loved you guys. This is all coming together. Go ahead, stand on the board. But after you do, remember to say you're standing on the board of your own free will and volition. Ah. And under no circumstances must you touch us before you mount the board. Okay, there's a lot of information, but I I think I was trained for this, so... Bathsheba, I have a question. Yes! Now, when the duckling tripped and rolled over the board, she did grab Gertrude's robe. Does that count it against does not us? Ca- oh. Don't tell the duckling. What are you guys talking about? Nira, ah, dang it, you can't sneak up on us like that. Gave me a heart attack. Oh, so sorry, guys. We need to get back to the rehearsal, though, because time's a ticking. No, yeah, just get up there. Say, I stand on this board of my own free will and volition, then get on down there and do the dang worm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, incorporating the worm into the routine. That's good. Wait, hold on. I need to rethink this. I've always found when it's time for me to think, I like my footing firm on a nice hard surface, grounded not on the dirt of the forest, but on hard wood. Steady wood. It's so, so much better if I don't have to constantly strain my neck with my head burdened with thoughts, and I could put it down maybe on a block of wood. Upon a block of wood. A soft, cushy block of wood. Oh, I, I think you're picturing something very specific, so if you could actually show me how you're imagining this scenario. Hesica rolls her eyes and says, Okay, fine. I'll show you how it's done. And then this large wolf slowly lets herself down onto this small block of wood and then lays her head back with it in the small of her back, creating an arch. Her legs and arms dangling off the sides. And she says, Yes, you just lay here like this and you say, I am laying here of my own free will and volition. Yes, do it, girl. Oh, this is perfect. I'm actually just imagining this in our routine. Um, Actually, if you can come over here and just hold my hand and we can do a little sway action going on. Oh, that'll give us a good energy. Let us bond as a team. <gasps> yes. What, are you guys not into it? Hesica is still laying there and says, I cracked my back in a weird way. I don't know that I'll be able to get up right this very second. Oh, don't don't worry about it. I can help you up. And Raindrop reaches down and grabs their hand. As Raindrop grabs Hesica's hand, all of a sudden where Raindrop touched begins to sizzle and burn. And Hesica screams, Hesica, you mustn't touch the duck! From outside, Hamish and Aldern are walking around and meet each other at the back. Hamish, look what I have found. And look what I have found. It's my old friend, 
Albert. <laughs> oh, you are too sweet. But I found the book. Fine, yours is better. We should look through the book and see. Maybe there's a way to dispel the wall or... All of a sudden, they hear, coming from inside the wall... Now, was that a heavy metal concert going on in there? It sounded like that wolf was screaming. Raindrops really getting to him, you think? Squeakers slides down headfirst down the side of the wall with arms outstretched as he slides down slowly, face pressed against the light wall. Hey, guys, did you hear that? Hamish, yeah. Squeakers, look here. Um, In the book... It says that once the fairy circle has been cast to retrieve one from the fairy circle, they must be pulled free by four men with a strong rope. Okay, so hold on, hold on. That's let three. Me, we let got me do three some of mass those. here. You got one. Of yeah, you, I'm, I'm two, strong, man. Three. I, I don't really know why this misogynistic spell is in the witch's book. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a little bit weird. Wait a minute, gang. Yeah. I, I got an idea. Uh-huh. And Squeakers walks over to the book, looks down, and at the number four, he takes out a quill that he then crosses out the number, and then above it writes three. Oh. Oh, very clever. Yeah, you know, it's about, it's about letting the magic work for you. You know what I mean? Well, now, all we need is for you to simply lasso Raindrop and pull her free. Yeah, I seem to remember back home you were something of a famous healer. Well, uh, now, I, I, I ain't no doctor, but I do lasso pretty good. Uh, now, hold up, hold up. Um, here's the thing that I, I must admit to y'all. I am pretty handy with a rope. However, it's kind of like a muscle memory thing. I, I have to go through my routine in order to, like lasso properly well how long could that possibly take oh, buckle up oh oh gosh oh i hope you didn't break your back because oh, we really oh, need this routine my, to go my back is thrown out and my paw has been burned oh let me grab your other arm ah! oh no oh, duck you mustn't touch her stop she... touching me please all of us are allergic uh, to duckling. Oh, gee, I'm so sorry. I wish you would have said that earlier. But maybe you could do a Tehesica again. I heard her allergies are slight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sisters, we must soothe her wounds with balms before we continue the ritual. Yes, with poultices. And salves. And maybe if we have them, an elixir too? We can splurge. Ibuprofen even. And aloe vera. I would be happy with a cold rag. Birek, you won't be pleased. Well, Birek doesn't need to know. Birek knows all, says Bathsheba, as she retreats to a bag and produces an assortment of bottles and bags full of poultices, salves, ibuprofen, <laughs> and aloe vera. You distract the duckling, and I shall care for Hesica. The ritual must be completed before midnight. Fine. Hey, Duck. Yeah? You ever hear that story about the rabbit that got bopped in the head? Oh, no, that sounds like a good one. Heska turns to Bashrapa and says, 
Am I gonna have to dry swallow the ibuprofen or do you have a glass of water? There's a chalice of blood! <gasps> a chalice? Yeah, there's a chalice of blood. It's not a big deal. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Is it the chalice that has the palace on it or is it the flagon with the dragon? It's the, the chalice palace. You have more than one? There's a chalice with a palace and there's a flagon with a dragon. But do not drink from the pug mug. <laughs> no, don't do that. I haven't washed it in years. On the outside of the light wall, Squeakers, having tied a lasso, is performing a routine. Currently, he is, he's created a circle with the lasso, and he's jumping through it, left and right and left and right. Okay, all right, we're about halfway through. I'm almost to the point where I feel good about actually throwing this in there. Hamish, standing up on a rock wearing a sequin dress and blonde wig, calls down, Now, is my singing really so important to this? I feel like a dang fool. Hamish, your singing is the only thing that's going to save Raindrop in the end of this. You want to know why? Why? Because Dolly Parton is the only thing that's giving us luck right now. Aldern sticks his head out from a barrel, and he is dressed as a rodeo clown. (laughs) And he says, Hamish, we must all play our parts. Cracker Jack runs up and hits the barrel with her horn, flipping it up into the air. Whoa! Well, I could easily understand how you could easily take my man. (laughs) I don't suppose you have a fun straw to go with this, because I am a big fan of, you know, straws. Do you think straight is fun? No, I like... Like a little curl, a little pizzazz. I think I have one that you can bend in one spot. Ooh, yeah. No, it's stuck. Oh. <laughs> As Gertrude distracts Raindrop, Bathsheba has finished applying the poultices to Hesica's wounds. Oh, thank you, I mean, this drink does just, it tastes definitely better from the slightly less straight straw. As Raindrop takes a sip... She feels her mind drift. Beams of light shoot from Raindrop's eyes as she floats several inches into the air. I'm a god. Hey, uh, Raindrop, I think that the best thing for a god to do would be to float over to this small stack of wood and to lay down and say, I am laying here of my own free will and volition. Yeah, that sounds like the best idea. I'm going to float over there. And Raindrop walks in a very straight line. Sisters. Sisters. The last thing we served from the pug mug (laughs) was a potion to make one pliable. Oh, like squishy? No, to make one's will pliable. Oh, I understand. Sometimes I have trouble with metaphors. Yes, Gertrude, we need to work on that. For dearest sake, let us usher the duck to the board and complete the ritual. The hour is nearly upon us. Hey, duck. Yeah? You know what to say. I definitely do, but in case I wasn't listening the first couple of times, can you remind me? Repeat after me. Okay. I, and state your name. I, state my name. Uh, what's your name? I don't know that we ever got your name. Oh, I'm Raindrop. Nice to meet you. Oh, I'm, I'm Gertrude. Gertrude. I'm a goat. A name. Oh, 
Nice. I'm a duck. I raindrop. Quackers is my last name. I raindrop quackers. I raindrop quackers. Stand on this board. Standing on this board. Of my own will. Of my own will. And volition. And petition. So v- sorry, Ace. Vol. Vol, as in a vol? Yes, vol. Okay, vol. Ishin. Oh, now you must start again. The sentence must be spoken uninterrupted. Okay, Doc, you think you got that? Absolutely. Yeah, just lie on down and imagine you're in a peaceful meadow or on a beach. Oh, I've actually been to the beach before and there was... Cool for you, lie down. All right, I'm lying down. I, Raindrop I, Crackers. I, Raindrop Crackers, lie upon this board of my own free will and... Bathsheba reaches into her cloak and produces a long black ceremonial dagger. Volition. Right as Raindrop completes that sentence... From outside the light wall, Hamish says, I swear sometimes that man is out to get me working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Right as Hamish completes that, Squeakers throws the lasso into the wall and it passes through. They watch as the rope encircles Raindrop and Squeakers pulls the rope tight. I got her! I got her! Oh, let's pull her free! One, two, two, three! And with a mighty Raindrop (laughs) flies out of the wall, trapping the three in the wall of light. Guys, I was floating on this board. It was crazy. And I drank from this mug. Oh no, she drank from a pug mug. I heard about those. Yeah, I better investigate that right now. Hey, Raindrop, will you pass that over here? I just need to just make sure that... And Squeaker sniffs it and takes a sip. And says, oh, wow. I feel like a god right now. That's what I said. I don't think I can share a fire with anyone who would give such a young duckling this kind of beverage. Come, let us find another fire. Maybe they'll have a different beverage we can try. Raindrop will turn to the group of witches trapped beneath the Dome of Light and wave and say, Goodbye, witches. I really hope you find your your rog. As Raindrop waves to the witches, unbeknownst to our friends, Aldern's watch strikes midnight, and the fire within goes out, and the interior of the Wall of Light is engulfed in a impenetrable darkness. I like this, actually! Well, time to go. Hey, Raindrop. Yeah? Next time, maybe I could be the one that goes in. Yeah, but I heard your singing, and it was so amazing. Aldern removes his clown nose and wig, and our friends continue down the road. Hamish, I also want to just say that I'm really impressed that you learned all that. Like It was quick. in the book, yeah. We should bring that with us. Nah. Nah. I got too many cursed books in my pack to begin with. Squeakers flings the book over his shoulder, and it lands upon a tree stump and flips open to a page. Black vaporous hands grow up from the stump and seize upon the book, and red bloody letters start to fill in the pages. Frankly, I don't want to deal with this, shall we? Oh, I tuned it out entirely. Let's go! Yeah, I don't want to read it. I kind of do.
next week on Wander and Rome. Coming to the edge of the woods, the gang stumbles upon a sleepy little town. The sign they see as they walk in says, New Old Rise City. The town square is full of life. Animal folk are hanging signs and streamers. Shopkeepers are cleaning their stoops and displaying their wares. Suddenly, a deluge of children appears, all dressed in various costumes. Welcome to Trick or Treat Street. Music for Wander and Rome is written and performed by Gary Argyle. Wander and Rome is produced by Winterhawk Podcasts and Gary Argyle. For more great shows, visit winterhawkpodcasting.com. Thank you.